Okay, I'm so happy to have you here. You're my first podcast guest, and I mean, who better than you? Because I feel like we get each other. And if I'm going to have an episode about friendship, I feel like this would be the one friendship. So I'm so happy to have you here. You can tell your name if you want. Hey guys, I go by paper. I'm very happy to be here as well. I feel like me and Glee always have conversations off the record and they're amazing. So what better way to introduce ourselves in this way? Exactly. And you know, for you guys listening, you'll get a glimpse on into my friendships. Um, I definitely take my friendship serious. I don't have many friends for that reason, but the ones that I do have are more than amazing. So welcome. Thank you for having me. So let's talk a little bit about our friendship. It sounds so formal right now, but mm-hmm. we'll get into it. Like, how we met and how we've literally kept this friendship going on for years and years now mm-hmm. without any any craziness. Mm-hmm. I think that's really rare. No, it is. It really is. Well, going way, way, way back to where it started, and I'll never forget the year. It was 2016. Yeah. 2016 was when you and I's friendship started and I will never forget it because it just simply was like a phone call like we have a mutual friend um from the past and stuff like that who knew you and I was just like oh this girl like she's so amazing like I love the things that she shares and I think one of the biggest things is vulnerability like you are just such a vulnerable person in the things that you share and it was raw and it was real and I was like and she's also South Sudanese like what right (laughs) I have to literally get to know her even if we're not friends like I just wanted to know more of your life and all that stuff and then um I think I reached out to you or did you reach out um I think we started tweeting each Mm -hmm. other so and like we planned a phone date yeah so the mutual friend also was like you know, I feel like you guys would get along really well, mm-hmm. and you guys would vibe, and then we would tweet each other, so, mm-hmm. like, they told both of us, like, you know. Right. So then we started tweeting, and then we did have a phone date, and then it went from there. Like, we talked on the phone for, like, hours, mm-hmm. and I feel yeah, like Yeah, I just- remember <laughs> it, like, the, literally, we talked on the phone, and I did not want to get off the phone, and it was, like, such a very, like, hard time in my life, because it was... Uh, the year that I had gotten into my car accident Mm -hmm. and also the year that my dad was getting remarried. Like it literally, the car accident literally happened that day. Mm -hmm. And I had found out about the marriage or the wedding or whatever through like one of my cousins on my dad's side. Yeah. Like, yeah, are you, are you coming to Minnesota for your dad's like wedding? And Mm -hmm. like, my heart was like, what, like what is going on? And I was like, no, actually, I'm not. And they're like, oh, why? Mm. Like, they were so offensive about it. And I was like, because we don't really speak. So right. it's kind of awkward. And I actually didn't know. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then literally that morning, because I had went to celebrate a birthday for a friend. And that morning I was dropping off, like, one of the friends that came and celebrated with us. And it was, like, black ice. So my car, like, I remember slid. That. It was like an eight car pile up and I was terrified. Like, thank God for my mom. Like she kept me so calm and I was just like, Mom, like I didn't even want to tell her because Mm -hmm. like it was a lot. And like, you know, mothers, they're worry warts and stuff like that, especially mine. And so yeah, I remember we talked about that and like we just talked for hours and I was like, 
I don't know what it is, but, like, I feel like this person's gonna be in my life for a long time. Like, she understands me, but, like, you're just, you just have such a calm, like, spirit, and, like, you're calming. Like, you really are. Like, anytime that I'm around you, I always feel very safe. Like, you know, like, you Mm -hmm. respect boundaries, but also, like, you're very aware of just, like, the people that are around you and making sure they're good. Like, you always make sure... I'm good. Mm -hmm. And one thing that we have too is like, you know, when I'm like starting to like feel anxious and stuff like that, you always grab my hand and you know, I'm very particular about hand holding. I know, but I can sense it. And like we'll just literally just hold hands and like, it feels like everything is okay. I know. Even when the world is burning around us, it's like, we're okay. Right. We're here. So when I describe you to like other people and stuff like that, like just how special you are is I always just say... Guye feels like home. Yeah, same. No, yeah. don't say that. Oh, you no. do. You feel like it's, home, and it's rare because I don't show home to yeah, everyone. Because exactly. people take advantage of that. They do. But I agree. Same. The day that we talked on the phone, mm-hmm. it really felt genuine. And I have had, you know, sometimes like when people shoot their like friendship shot. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it'll be cool for, like, a few months, and then you just mm-hmm. kind of, like, fizzle out, and mm-hmm. then the friendship doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But at least you got to connect with the person. Exactly. And we just, we just never stopped. Like, mm-hmm. even though there'd be months we'd go without talking, but mm-hmm. the moment I reach out to you or re- you reach out to mm-hmm. me, it's, like, how's it going? It's mm-hmm. never, like, you never checked on me, but, like, yeah. our friendship has always been like that, where mm-hmm. it's, like, no matter where you're at in the world... Mm-hmm. You can call me, mm-hmm. I can call you and not have to feel like, I have to explain to you why maybe right. I wasn't present right. or I wasn't like your everyday friend. Yeah. But yeah, I think. I think and just amazing. like honesty too, because like there are just very uncomfortable things sometimes that like, you know, you can't control mm-hmm. and like just how honest you are with me about things we've spoke about in the past and stuff yeah. just really shows like, damn, you really care about me and I respect you so much for even saying whatever it is that you said to me because like that's not easy (laughs) you don't get that from everyone no I agree right I I think like and I learned that too I really honestly felt like I learned that trait from you too is just like it's important to be honest to speak up and stuff like that but you make it easy you know Mm because you're understanding and you also listen you know it's not like you're listening to just instantly respond like it's just like I hear you like I'm here I see you you see me right and (laughs) even if like Things are awkward. Like, the worst thing mm-hmm. that could happen is somebody genuinely say, like, you're my friend. Mm-hmm. I really care about you. And the whole mm-hmm. time, they're not being very honest. Mm-hmm. And to me, no matter how awkward or how weird or how you mm-hmm. may take it, I mm-hmm. still have to tell you. Because mm-hmm. I never want you to get blindsided. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that can absolutely ruin a friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, in two mm-hmm. seconds. And, and you just learn that through experience, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, there are definitely a lot of times where I have not spoken up for myself. Or, like, where I have been in the wrong and stuff. And then you look, think about it later on. And it's just like, well, it's too late you know if it spiraled out of control and like you and that person are no longer friends Mm. but it's just it's really important to like have that person who instills that in you and I feel like you teach me a lot about friendships and actually wanting to be a better friend because you want to keep a friend yeah that's so important like to be a friend to want to want to have a friend you have to be a friend yeah and I always agreed I always want to be the friend that I would want others to be to me as well like Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you because I would want my friends to be honest with me mm-hmm. and vice versa. And so it's very important important for me to do that. But on the flip side, since 
We do. Ha- we have an amazing friendship. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for that. I feel mm-hmm. like I never ever have to, have to explain to you anything. God is good. Right. <laughs> we just get it. It's yeah. like you know what? That's fine, mm-hmm. and we respect that. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, when thinking about friendships, especially in this time, we are going into our 30s. 30s are coming. I'm excited they are coming. for them. Yeah, we are. And this is our last year in our, our 20s. 20s. Yeah, and so with that coming mm-hmm. um and going through all these different friendships that we've had that some lasted some haven't what do you what do you look back and think about like um as far as the how would I say it like when you look back at friendships that maybe did not last mm-hmm. or just kind of fizzled out what kind of things did you learn from those friendships mm-hmm. and as you're moving into your 30s how do you how are you going to go about creating new friendships because it is mm-hmm. harder now that we're getting older oh, yeah, you don't like to find friends is even hard because mm-hmm. you're kind of depending on where you live mm-hmm. you may not have a community or that those friendships mm-hmm. um what do you look for as far as like friendships in the future and what do those things entail I feel like one thing that I definitely have learned and obviously it's just like something that I have addressed with myself that I struggle with like in the past and like it could be trauma and all that stuff but as you get older like you have to learn how to address that trauma and work through the things that you need to otherwise they will carry into like the next phases of your life relationships all that stuff I think speaking up speaking up for yourself is very important um just because what you have to say matters Mm -hmm. and also like you have an opinion and I think that sometimes when you don't speak up and stuff like that people can take advantage of that you know like you don't stand up for yourself you know you don't really know what your value is and all that and people can undermine you in a sense And so uh, speaking up is a big thing. And also, like, when I look into future friendships and stuff, I want people who at least reflect a lot of me, who I am, and share similar values and stuff, but also people that can help me grow as a person and not be afraid to, you know, express those things, you know, if I'm lacking in certain areas and stuff, because I'm not perfect and a friendship is a relationship so like right. they're lacking too and I haven't always been the best at that too because it's like that fear of like what's gonna happen if like I say this and mm-hmm. all that stuff but then I've learned from this example of like you didn't say what you needed to say at the time you let things kind of spiral out of control and then boom like you had your chance and you didn't take it and so I would definitely say like say what it is that needs to be said in that moment address those things but come from like a loving place you know because when you let it when you let a lot of time pass a lot of resentment can harbor yeah (laughs) yes and then yeah and then like also just it causes more issues in the long run and it makes it a lot harder to address the issues that are happening and it could create problems that really didn't exist before it's Mm -hmm. just you let way too much time pass. Mm-hmm. So just being better at communicating if there is an issue because relationships are not perfect. And so Mm-mm. you and your friend may be at odds about something or maybe they're doing something that they're not aware of. Right. Maybe I'm doing something I'm not aware of and stuff. So it's just like having that courage to be like, hey, you know. So basically calling your friends out on their bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Basically. like Yeah. And call me out. Like don't let it get to a point where 
we're like really mad at each other to the point where we almost like hate each other mm-hmm. you know because you're just you're keeping tabs on a lot of things like it's not healthy it's not okay and yeah. I feel like a lot of that definitely it makes sense like when you're younger and stuff like that but excuse me now that we're like grown women those things matter yeah like address those things and just to really help the friendship if you want it to last you know and if you Mm -hmm. want to build strong relationships and stuff like that like that community really matters that is key have you do you think that sometimes like you can become friends with somebody who hates you because i've definitely (laughs) i've definitely and it like i feel like that is true And then sometimes you get so stuck in that, like, it's just like, damn, like, what's going on? Like, you blame yourself, you blame yourself. But in reality, like, it could really just be what that person is experiencing and a whole lot of projection. Yeah. I have to be careful with that. Definitely. Yeah. I think for me, for back then, I had the same problem. I didn't always speak up or really share my thoughts Mm -hmm. because in, like, my life, whether it be friendships or relationships... People had a way of telling me what I needed to believe. Mm -hmm. And instead of speaking up and saying, I don't necessarily agree with this. Mm -hmm. You're lying to me. Mm -hmm. I would just be like, okay. Like, it just kind of shut down, you know? And so with that. you don't voice your, like, side of things and stuff like that. And sometimes it is because you're not protecting that person, but, like, you really care about them so much that like you don't want to see it in that yeah. way. But sometimes it is what it is right in your face. Like it's, yeah, you know? like you want to believe that. You want to believe that that friend and that friendship is genuine and real. And sometimes, like just like any relationship, mm-hmm. you love and care for them, so you don't want to like end things on a bad note. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know when to like stop or when mm-hmm. to like let go. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm older, like, mm-hmm. it took so long. And then even at the end of, like, that certain friendship where I was like, dang, this person really did not like me, mm-hmm. I was just there for their own benefits. They were able to gain whatever it was mm-hmm. they wanted from me, whether it was help, whether it was mm-hmm. whatever it was that maybe they got from me. Mm-hmm. And they didn't necessarily give back. Um, and so sometimes I still do resent that person because I'm just like, I wasted so much time. Mm-hmm. Um being your friend and really genuinely thinking like you loved and cared for me as I did for you. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like that person still feels like at the end of the day, they were right. Mm -hmm. And that friendship ended because of them when truly it was because of me. Mm -hmm. So with everything that you've learned as far as those type of friendships, when do you learn? um, When do you know when to let go? Like, when should you let go of a friendship if it's no longer um, no longer needed? Yeah. It doesn't fit your life at the time. When do you think is the time to do that? And how do you it's do so it? It's so hard. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard because it's like you always want to stay because you want to give the person the benefit of the doubt. And then you always think about history and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Or like you try to play it small, but really it's just... You simply just have to accept, too, that, like, sometimes that time frame just has ended, and no matter how hard this is going to be, like, you just kind of respect that space and be like, okay, if this is something that needs to be done, then so be it. I think I just, I have a really hard problem with letting go because of just 
the idea of like, well, what's going to happen? Like if we let go and stuff, because you hold on to the memories and you hold on to just like what that person means to you and you don't really ever see life without them, Mm -hmm. but it's more damage holding on. So I think, I think you just let go when you just know it's time and and maybe that really didn't answer your question. No, it did. (laughs) Um, do you feel like, have you ever ended a friendship or a friendship ended and after that, so many blessings happened in your life, mm-hmm. and you're like, "What was this? Was I holding yeah. on to this friendship, Definitely. and it was taking up space?" Yeah. And then, like right after, so many things happen, and you're like, "It's literally Whoa. just confirmation that you know maybe that was just something that needed to end, and the same could be happening for them. You know, right, right. like life can be good for them too, even though you're not in their life, and that's something that me and my therapist talked about because mm-hmm. she's like. It's really hard to, you know, see somebody that means a lot to you, you know, gain all of this success and like mm-hmm. they're doing really well in your life and it's like you're happy for them, but there's still a part of you that hurts because you're not a part of that, but you still have to just respect that, appreciate it, and then just also understand you were not meant to be in that. You were not meant to be a part of that and your guys' season has ended and yeah. just because that's happening for them doesn't mean it's not going to happen for you. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. the, that's so huge because oftentimes I think when friendships do end, it's almost like you you think that the other person is like wishing bad on you, mm-hmm. but like no, genuinely, not at all. It's like I'm happy for you. I'm mm-hmm. happy you're happy. I'm right. happy you figured like, it out. Like even if we're life. not speaking, even if like you know, like obviously things are not the same and stuff like that from a distance. Mm-hmm. Like I'm rooting for, for you. you. Yes. yes. You see? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Like Literally. it's like I'm rooting for you it really feels nice to see that like you're doing really well and all this other stuff. And it's just like you peep it and you move on and that part. it is what it is. You know, it doesn't have to ever be ill. Like where it's just like, well, this person still did this to me or I still did this to that person and all this other stuff. It's just like, right. With yeah. friendships, we, there's definitely friendship breakups. Mm-hmm. And in your opinion, do you think friendship breakups are worse than like breakups with a boyfriend or do you feel like they're about the same or one is worse than the other uh I feel like I definitely feel like they hurt so much more yeah they really do just I don't know like I feel like it's so easy to just like be with another man whatever like after what is that? Have like moved on. Men what come and that? go, but your yeah. friendships <laughs> like are fr- yeah. Friendships are hard. Yeah. Like it really hurts because like that's like that's your person. Like that's somebody that like you really grew through some really really hard. Mm-hmm. You transitioned with that person right. in many phases of your life and stuff, and then to get to a point where like that person was like everything to where they slowly fizzle out to like almost nothing, but they're still present. Like, they're still there, they're here, they're alive, all that stuff, you know? It's just, like, damn. No, I agree. I think, yeah, friendships, friendship breakups hurt a lot more because, like, a dude can dog you out, even if you've been with them forever or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, again, that friendship, like, how you say when I'm around and I can sense you're not feeling good, Mm -hmm. whatever, you feel Mm -hmm. safe around me, Mm -hmm. and vice versa, it's the same where it's, like, like, my partner could leave me, but knowing that I have my friendship, mm-hmm. like, I'm okay. I'm going to cry it out, mm-hmm. but I know that you're going to be there. Mm-hmm. And then to imagine, like, losing that friendship, 
and then all I got is right. him. It's like it's not the like same. Your girls, like you know, especially yeah. when you go through breakups and like go through really shitty times with like yeah. guys and stuff like that. It's just like when you have like very like solid friendships and stuff. Like you go to your girls and they they see the they will good, help you through bad, it. You know, versus like a man. Like yeah, they'll listen, but the compassion it's is not, not there. there. <laughs> It might be a little yeah. bit, but not all the time. Like, right. they're not going like, to understand. I hear you, but it's just because men is, with men or from what they make it seem, it's just like, uh, whatever, like, you'll be all right. Yeah. Or like, like with the girls, just like, they will really sit and like, really go just deep be in there. It, like, They'll go deep with you and like, you know, mm-hmm. like, do you want to come? You want to come over for the right. weekend? Like, come. We, yeah. We, like, what can we do about we this? Create so we create safe spaces this. for yeah. each other. And, yeah. and to lose that is definitely hard. Cause it it's is. like, man, yeah. we created so many safe spaces, so many memories, mm-hmm. even if it was at home doing nothing. Mm-hmm. We were still creating memories and working on each other, yeah. and I think that the difference with again your boyfriend and your be- like w- girlfriends, mm-hmm. you build each other in a different way than a man c- can build with you, mm-hmm. and to have that relationship just be done that's definitely hurts. Mm-hmm. But there is some friendship to be honest. I don't regret not having anymore, right. and it's like it's like that was we- that season and. You live, you learn, and you move on. Exactly. And I, and I'm definitely okay with that. Mm-hmm. So the question I also did ask going into your thirties, mm-hmm. what do you look for in friendships and, um, what does, what do healthy friendships look like in the next, in our next decade? Is that what we call it? What yeah, do we call it? We'll Era? be entering in a new, new decade. decade. Yeah. Yeah. Thirties is going to be a new decade for us. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so crazy to think about that. Cause it's like. 20s? Girl. Ghetto as hell. <laughs> 20s were so... I mean, still are. Still are ghetto. Very much. I feel like towards the end now, like, I'm learning so much about myself. So much. And, so and much it's crazy life. because it's yeah. like, my early 20s, I was such a different person compared to my late 20s. Talk about it. And I'm like, girl. Like, now it's just like, I'm more attentive to just growing and like Mm -hmm. learning more about me like who's paper what is paper like like what does paper want you know versus like in your early 20s it's just like you're in school or whatever it is that you're doing you're trying to figure it out you're trying to fit in you're trying to basically go based off society's like standards or the culture Mm -hmm. and all that stuff and just a hot mess all over the freaking place but having a good ass time right okay (laughs) 20s they were ghetto but like there were good times okay yeah there were some good times it was definitely survival but (laughs) well we made it we did and now looking back it's like Mm -hmm. how did we make it this far okay because this stuff god we were thank you only him because yeah man there's a lot of situations where i'm like god you really do be looking out Mm -hmm. because i was tripping i think we all were but we were we're playing with fire we didn't know better either we didn't know better looking back i would never like the ghetto shit I used to do, I would never do again. No, like, just like, excuse me? In disgust. Who is that? Girl. I don't know I don't that know little her. girl. Right. I don't know she... her. We embrace her, but... Oh. Right. <laughs> I would be sitting down. Now that I'm getting almost to my 30s, I mm-hmm. would sit down with my, like, 20-year-old self, 18-year-old self, oh, and really give her I so many pep talks. That. 
and I be like, think about that. sis, get your shit together. Figure out what you want. Stop right. listening to your parents as much. I even much. think about that with my, like my sisters because yeah. they're, they're, you know, young ladies too, but it's just like, you also have to give them that chance to grow and make their own mistakes. So it's, it's really hard. I agree, but I definitely do tell my sister, um, and I say it in front of my parents cause mm-hmm. you know. This will take a whole nother topic for another podcast. Mm-hmm. We're not going right. to go into how we were raised, <laughs> but I will say it in front of my parents when there's decisions made when it comes to her career, because she's about to be out of high school. Mm-hmm. She graduates in two months. Mm-hmm. And so I will, she'll be like, hey, you know, I have an internship and where she's going to school, mm-hmm. all her choices. And I'm so proud of her. Mm-hmm. But when there's something that she's like, oh, I'm going to see if I like it. And I tell her, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's awesome. Try it out. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it. You can always change. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be scared to yes. do something else. That is so important. And you don't. If you don't like it, then you try something else. Exactly. And I wish somebody t- gave me that comfort. Yes. And so I always like tell her, I'm like, you have a choice. I always remind her, like, there's choices. Just mm-hmm. don't think what mom and dad say you should do Girl. is what you should do. I'm like, no, that's your choices. They don't know what they're fucking doing. I know. <laughs> and so. Yeah. What would you say to your 20-year-old self? We still didn't get to the question about friendships in the 30s. We'll get there. Mm -hmm. What would you tell your younger self? Like, as far as just life, when life be life in. Take your time and really think through the things that really are important to you, Mm -hmm. not outside voices or influences that you see or Mm -hmm. that you're being told. Take your time. Take it easy. And... Don't be so hard on yourself. Like, don't judge yourself. It's so easy, too, at that time to just, I hate myself. Like, why am I doing this? All this other stuff. And it's just like... The beating up of self. What would growth be if you didn't make mistakes? Exactly. I agree. I would tell myself... Ah, gosh. So many things. But one would be, like, fuck everybody. (laughs) And and respectfully. Because, like... Girl, that's real. That would be because it, had I been the person I am today, then mm-hmm. I feel like I would have gotten so much more done. Mm-hmm. But again, it's part of learning and the growing mm-hmm. and the process. I would have done so much more for myself had mm-hmm. I stopped listening to what people mm-hmm. said. Because going back to friendships, I would have friends who who can cook, and back then I didn't know how to cook, and mm-hmm. I wasn't really a great cook, and I'm learning. Mm-hmm. But like instead of friends, friends teaching me how or being Mm -hmm. like it's so easy like I can show you Mm -hmm. and that's the type of friend I am I'm always Mm -hmm. like let me show you give me your phone I'll teach you how to do it like Mm -hmm. I want you to learn what I learned so you can go ahead and share that knowledge and also not be in the dark Mm -hmm. and so instead of having friends that would encourage and teach Mm -hmm. me it was almost like they're laughing at me Mm -hmm. you know like I can't believe you don't know how to cook um and they took pride in that and I felt like maybe that was the one thing that they had Mm -hmm. that I didn't Mm -hmm. And they really honed into that thing, and it, it would be brought up a lot. So I would be like, "Fuck everyone," and really, truly and find friends. Are yeah, like find how friends. you were raised, your upbringing, and stuff like that. Because yeah. like, there are girls who like they resent that. Like, and I did knowing how to like not knowing how to cook, but like just cooking because it was literally like forced upon them. Exactly. Like, you have to do this, all this other stuff. Versus like, there were other girls, women, whatever who. I focused on my education. Like, my dad would always be like, 
first of all, like he said, focus on my education, which I did. And then like once I got a hang of that, then it was like, you also need to learn how to cook. And I'm like, why the fuck do I need to learn how to do everything? Like, <laughs> you're what are you setting me up for? Like a marathon, <laughs> the army, like, what like really good. battlefield, <laughs> you know? We're really good. Like, you want me to be smart, mm-hmm. worked on that. I'm self-sufficient. Now you want me to learn how to cook, but it's it's how they perceive. If you said you need to learn how to cook because it's a it's a basic necessity that you need to learn, I get that. But it was the you need to learn to cook because one day you're gonna have a husband and children, and that would piss me off. And I'd be like, no, fuck that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, um, I would I would not listen to my friends as much because I feel mm-hmm. like it, they almost sabotaged me in a way where I was confident and I knew what I wanted to do, and then. Mm-hmm. Then they you kind like of like yourself because like, if well actually like maybe I can't do that <laughs> yeah. like maybe I'm really not that great at that let me mm-hmm. just not try I'm just never gonna be great at cooking mm-hmm. and now at 28 I'm like I can give me a recipe mm-hmm. I can cook that shit mm-hmm. to the T and, and it's amazing yeah. thank you and I enjoy cooking for my loved ones so right. it's like I would tell myself like I think when it's not like forced upon and like you want to do it then like you really get an experience out of it and like you're really cooking with love versus mm-hmm. like you have to do it then it's exactly. just like here yeah <laughs> so those would be the two that i can think of right now right because no, those are really there's good. so many more but i feel mm-hmm. like that could be a definitely a different episode where mm-hmm. we really hone in our younger selves yes. and yes. breaking all that down and kind of giving advice for those who, who are now going through it because mm-hmm. it is what yeah. it is because we all go through like phases in our life we're all gonna be this age at some point yeah so it's just like taking what you've learned from it and passing it on to like the younger women is so important right and so just going off like what you said earlier about the question about friendships in my 30s like or as I'm entering my 30s I just think um community is really important like it's not so much about the quantity like how much friends that I would want in the future is just the quality yeah like the type of people they are like reflecting a lot in who I am as I'm growing because like I'm a completely different person compared to like who I was like in the past like when I was younger and stuff so I value different things Mm -hmm. but honesty is really important and just always like friends who help you out in learning and Mm. growing and look out for you and protect you like those are really important things because the friends that I feel that I have now and friends that I'll make in the future are friends who are going to be like in my life like in my children's life like people who I know I feel safe I feel secure like I know if anything ever happens like you guys will look out for my kids or look out after my family or like your call away Mm -hmm. you know like that's not Mm -hmm. an issue at all and just like the comfort and trusting that this person really cares about me like you know no no matter what they just see me for who I am Mm -hmm. and respect that and so yeah those are good things Mm -hmm. I agree I definitely I always think about that me too because it's like I you know I'm cheesy too so it's just like you know like when we all have kids and stuff like that or even before kids like traveling with our weddings weddings yeah Yeah, like who's gonna be in your wedding gonna be in your wedding mine has changed so huge moments in your life you know and it's not about just the big things like the good things I need you there if I'm going through probably one of the hardest times of my life. Like, what if there's a passing in my family and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know? Or something very drastic happens. Like, right. that friend who will just be 
there. Just be present. You don't have to give me anything. You don't have to do anything for me. Just be present. Yeah. Like, that's huge. I agree. And so it's like, it's not just being there for the good, but like, being there for the hard times. Because I need a friend who will be there in all seasons. That's that's more than real. Mm It's so real. Um, I agree. Same. I would... I think about that too now because I'm like, I'm getting to the, the, the chapter in my life where I'm ready mm-hmm. to have a family mm-hmm. and get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. And Yay. I still want, like, cheers you know, cheers. Clink. <laughs> 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 um, and I think about the friendships around me mm-hmm. because they will be around my children. Mm-hmm. And I really want it to be a safe space. Like, mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. to know that, like, they're okay. They're okay with my kids. My mm-hmm. kids are okay with them. Mm-hmm. And not having to worry about somebody, like, abusing my kid or, like, hitting mm-hmm. my children. And maybe that's mm-hmm. not something, like, don't hit my kids. Mm-hmm. So, that is huge. I'm with so 100% with the honesty. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely feel like... Because it's not easy. No, it's so hard. Yeah. And friendships, like... Like, it's so easy to just be... Just agree with your friend. But mm-hmm. it's like... Your friend's not always going to be right. Right. And we can't just sit and enable that person yeah. and be like, yeah, girl, you know, like, let me just egg you on, even though that you're wrong. Like, yeah. I'm sabotaging you, and mm-hmm. I'm also not being a good friend. Mm-hmm. And I learned to be a good friend from having relationships with people where the friendship wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And so I learned from that, and I'm like, I don't want to repeat those mistakes. Mm-hmm. I don't want disingenuous friendships. And if I am completely honest with you and have a good friendship with you, hopefully that you will do the same. Mm-hmm. That's not saying that others will, because I've definitely been the same with other friends, and it's more like a one-way. They can call me at any time mm-hmm. when they need me, and I'm there. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I need somebody, they wouldn't be the first person I call. They wouldn't mm-hmm. even be, like, the first five people I called. Mm-hmm. And that says a lot to me, does, because yeah. obviously you believe that I'm a good enough friend that you can call me whenever mm-hmm. things are going good, bad, ugly, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel the same reciprocated. So mm-hmm. that tells me, like, okay, that's mm-hmm. de- definitely something. It has to be two ways. Like, mm-hmm. friendships have to be both ways in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, again, community, like mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. I want that. And then friends who give grace. Because I feel like in all parts of life, oh. like, that's something we are so that huge on. Part. We give grace, grace. to each other yes. with conversations, mm-hmm. hard topics, mm-hmm. um, uncomfortable things. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, why would you do that? It's more like, mm-hmm. okay, we listen and mm-hmm. we're there. We're not just going to condemn you right away. Right. You should know better. You shouldn't have done this. No, but people make mistakes. And mm-hmm. we have to allow our friends to feel safe with us mm-hmm. to admit their mm-hmm. mistakes. Because if they don't, yeah, that's Because if big you create problem. that safe space, then, you know, it's easier to be able to have conversations or be there or just be a friend, mm-hmm. you know? I think grace is not something that a lot of people have because it's like a lot of people won't give to a lot of high expectations yeah and it's just like people are human at the end of the day do you feel like you have high expectations now for friendships or is the bar really low (laughs) I have no I wouldn't say the bar is low but Mm -hmm. like any expectation that I put out there is definitely something that I hope that I'm giving as well you know, I agree. I don't think I have expectations anymore. No. Because I think in friendships, like again, being in different parts of our lives mm-hmm. where one person is really seeking something mm-hmm. else and I may be doing mm-hmm. something else, 
um, I can't have the same expectations because if I gave the same expectations for me that I have for you, it wouldn't be fair because we're not in the that's same true. place in life. Yeah, you know, like what you value and what you are working through is mm-hmm. so different than what I value right now and what mm-hmm. I'm working through. Like school might be my main focus, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. going back to school. And then or, you could have so much freedom and free time and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So it's just like you can't have the expectation that like I will be there. Like, for instance, yeah. Like, I want to go here. Like, you have school. Like, Mm -hmm. you're literally busy. This is your focus right now. And it's, like, just respecting that, you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes people get upset because you can't do something with them or stuff. And it's just, like, did you ever actually think about, like, what they might be going through right now? Consider it, yeah. Yeah, and it's not anything towards you. It's not, like, a personal attack where it's just, like, oh, they don't care about you. Like, fuck you. Like, it's just, like... Maybe just have a conversation with them, talk to see them, what they're going, and see what they're going see what they through. See what they have going really on. really go through a lot yeah. of stuff, and then whole time, the other side is thinking, like, what the fuck is wrong with right. them? Right. Like, <laughs> one, one of my friends... And it's like, like relax. Literally. One of my friends, know? she's like my sister. When mm-hmm. she when she calls me anytime she wants to talk, right. she always asks these things. Do you have time to talk, and do you have the mental capacity? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, to oh, handle yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, I say, if you have the, you my have the capacity, gosh. it's very important. That's... And it's like, mm-hmm. and not everybody asks you that. No. And some friends will call and just That's a dump. huge thing. And yeah. so it's like, wow, you're asking my permission. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like, mm-hmm. I love that. And I'm like, dang, we are really progressing mm-hmm. these days because... It allows me to say yes or no, and if I don't, then, like, mm-hmm. you can't, you, she won't take it personal. Mm-hmm. And just to have that is mm-hmm. so beautiful, because it's like, yes, yes, I do, and I can take on whatever it is mm-hmm. you may be going through. And I feel like if more people ask that question before just picking so up the important. phone and rambling, yeah. friendships would be a lot more mm-hmm. healthy, and there would be a balance. simply just asking, how are you? Because sometimes some people, don't. some people will hit you up and just go right into it, and yeah. you're like... Ooh. 30 and minutes like later you want to be a good friend and like you want to listen and stuff and like there's nothing wrong with that but sometimes people forget to mm-hmm. simply just oh hey check on by you. the way how are you yeah because you know, i'm doing yeah i definitely what's like been up? <laughs> when i when i go through that stuff or, mm-hmm. or if i'm like really ready in the verge of tears or something mm-hmm. and i need to talk i will be like hey i'm just checking on how you're doing but mm-hmm. i really need to talk so i like give you the you know mm-hmm. like I really need to talk. And then, like, you can say, like, okay, you know, like, yeah. what's going on or not. And then I'll look, tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, I'm not just going to be like, thanks for the call. I needed it. Bye. I'm going to say, well, how are you? Mm-hmm. What's going on with you? Enough about me. Yeah. Thank you for just letting me vent. How are you? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on with you? Because I don't know what you could have gone through, like, 30 minutes before exactly. that phone call. You could have been or going just through so much. been experiencing in general. Yeah, or in your life. Because <laughs> I'm not... One thing about me, I'm not an everyday friend, mm-hmm. and you're not an everyday friend, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's why we mm-hmm. work so well, because sometimes it's so hard for me to keep up, because mm-hmm. I'm like, every day, that's a lot of energy. Girl, life. <sighs> like, be life you gotta work, <laughs> you gotta cook for yourself, you gotta take care of mm-hmm. your household into family, family, yeah. siblings, parents, it's so hard to all be an everyday that, friend. And you like, just, you're not always available, you know? Yeah, and you get burnt out. So mm-hmm. sometimes I have to choose and taking where that I'm time gonna... too. Because I think one thing for me is like, 
I will take breaks, whether it's social media or just like take a <laughs> or break. friendships. I take whatever friendship it breaks. is yeah. where I just need my solitude right now. This is what I'm focusing on, and like I will just not respond. And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that because mm-hmm. you're not entitled to respond to everyone and Girl. everything. But some people don't, they take it personal because it's like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? All this other like, stuff. Like, are you it's mad just at like, me? It's like, no, I'm just, yeah, it's genuinely... like, I'm not mad at you, but like, I just need, I need me time. right now. <laughs> I just need me right now. And I think in friendships, yeah. people need to understand that. Don't like, get offended. Yeah, don't get offended when and somebody then it's like, time. oh, okay, you know? But that just shows, like, that's not something they practice within them own selves. Like, not a lot of people practice solitude and just, like, being with their own thoughts and mm-hmm. processing whatever it is that they may be experiencing. Because sometimes, like, I want to process whatever it is that I'm going through with myself first. Mm-hmm. And then it's yeah. like, if I need advice or help right be like hey like you know there's this thing and you know can you help me with this or Mm. just what's your thought on it because sometimes you really just are in your head right and it seems a lot deeper than it is because it's just you and you and your mind exactly so yeah yeah. so space is really important like giving yourself space is really important and taking that time for yourself like don't feel bad about that at all don't ever feel bad about that because it's sometimes hard, though. It's always going to be you versus you, so make yeah. sure you are good. It's not even you versus you. It's more like... I guess that's your that's friend really versus a good way of it, saying Because it, it's yeah. like you... you Like, for me, I know I'm not an everyday friend, and I don't... I don't ever fault myself for that right. because I've seen it as time goes on, but, like, I still have my core friends. Mm-hmm. I may not have many friends or like show new friendships or whatever but I still have my core Mm -hmm. friends but like again we don't talk every day Mm -hmm. we don't do stuff every day like I'm okay with that but then there's certain there's certain friendships that I may have Mm -hmm. and then they they want to talk like three four times a week and it's like I don't have the capacity to do that because You, like you say, I'm a Virgo, so I have yes. things in order. Like, I come home from work, I have a schedule. Yeah, I want to, I'm and eating at this time. Yeah. That's just how you operate. But people don't understand that. And then I, like, when someone, like, automatically throws a plan in there, I'm like, I didn't plan for this. Like, mm-hmm. you should have told me a few days ago or, like, a week ago because mm-hmm. now I planned on eating, watching a movie, showering, going to bed, and now you're coming over mm-hmm. or you want to go somewhere or you want to plan a trip in the middle of whatever day and I'm like and I'm not gonna sometimes I don't say no because I'm like my friend may need me and maybe that was their way of reaching out and I'll do it but like sometimes like just plan better like right if you need me and say it's like I need you if you just don't have that in you like yeah. it is okay it might hurt a little bit to you know say yeah. no to that person but and, you're essentially saying no to yourself yeah and, and that's not good, you know? Right. And I guess, like, going back to, like, what I was saying, like, I didn't mean you versus you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think what I meant was you are definitely the most important relationship out of all relationships right. in your life. And so taking care of yourself is very important. Mm-hmm. And looking out for yourself and making sure your mental health is, like, good and stuff. And I think that's what a lot of, like, the end of my 20s have been like yeah taking charge and putting myself in the forefront of making sure I'm good before anything else right and it's hard because it it's like when you're so used to just 
helping out and doing things for others and stuff, whether it be your family, your friends, whatever it may be, your career, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You don't, like, what about you? Yeah, you're on the back Then you get burnt out and it could get physical. Like, you you could, it could, yeah. You are like, when did I, how did I get here? I I hate myself because you're not taking time to You're not taking care of yourself. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, like, you have to, like, a lot of, especially, like, this past, like, year, year and a half like therapy was one of the best things I could do for myself but also just like nurturing myself and like yeah yeah like it's it's a beautiful thing because you and I I will cry sometimes you, because I'm like oh my god you've changed so much and it's not even to like get into specific details mm-hmm. but as a person mm-hmm. oh my goodness you have changed for the best you take so much time for yourself now mm-hmm. you put yourself first you go on your solo dates and you genuinely like you care about becoming a better person for yourself mm-hmm. and then also for the people around you right. after yeah. but i love it like that just so motivates me i'm just like oh my gosh like i love 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 the growth and for me, a huge thing with friendships, it's hard. I need friends that are growing, you know, yeah. even when you're own, right. in your own personal growth to mm. see that. Yeah. But you've it's done like the, the work. Small steps matter. Cause you've at first it was work. like, you think like growth is like this thing where it's like, it has to be like something huge. It's like, no, those baby steps, they matter. Yeah. You, they matter. You're definitely more open. You are more confident. Mm. You used to like. When you would speak about things, it's almost like you not resorted. Mm-hmm. You didn't believe. I don't know. You made yourself small instead mm-hmm. of being confident in, wow. in situations. Yeah. And now you are able to speak. Like you said, you speak up. Mm-hmm. You care about yourself a lot more. Mm-hmm. Not saying you didn't care about yourself then, right, but right. like you're more careful with yourself. And mm-hmm. I love that. So Thank I'm so very much. proud of you. I and appreciate that. I'm excited for oh, your growth and cry. no it's real and that's <laughs> yeah. where the friendship continues because right, like right. it's important I just it's I huge. think for me like I just really like genuinely made a promise to myself to it's not just like putting yourself first but choosing yourself yeah choosing yourself is very important time and time and time always choose yourself we talk about that a lot yeah mm-hmm. choosing yourself so I'm very, very proud of you. I'm thankful for our soul sistership. And I, I feel like we're only going to grow it from here. It makes me so happy. Like, yeah. I remember, and this is one of the the things that really stick with me back when I lived in Lincoln in my one in my apartment, that ghetto ass apartment. Girl. And you would come and visit me. Yeah. And no one ever made the effort to come visit me. Not even my parents. They came the day I moved out, and they helped me move. They never saw my place, what it looked like, or anything, but... You would always make the effort to come over, stay the weekend with me. Quality time is my love language. It's mine too. (laughs) It's so mine. Quality time is my love language because it's just like, I care about you. And it's like, if I want to see you, I'm going to see you. And you you would drive. And I love that. And that stuck out to me so much because living in Lincoln, it's Mm -hmm. so, it's the weirdest fucking place in the world. We wouldn't do anything. No. It's just, we would cook, eat, watch. Eat, love, and pray, yeah. and talk <laughs> about movie. yes, and just talk about life and and just be. And I right. love that we just have our blankets mm-hmm. and 
It made the best just, friendship memories yeah. ever. And yeah. I cherish those to this day. Like, I'll always tell, mm-hmm. like, my partner about it and be mm-hmm. like, she means so much to me. Like, she used to come over. And even, if, like you said, we didn't do anything. It mm-hmm. meant the world to right. me. And I'm like, that's going to be a forever friend because you can sit with me mm-hmm. at any... You've been, again, through different parts and different parts of life with me, different sections of mm-hmm. life. And to just be here today, mm-hmm. you know, versus all the ghetto and Girl, stuff back then. Right. Like, we made it through. Yeah, we didn't. Really and we made did. it through without any toxicity mm-hmm. or um, any weirdness. And I right. love that. I always say, like, I treat my friendships like my relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't expect us to get in those places. And I mm-hmm. feel like if we if we ever do argue, which I don't mm-hmm. ever think it would happen. Yeah. but. Because we know how to talk to each other from mm-hmm. a place of love and not let our emotions get in the way mm-hmm. and be like, well, you did it. It was you. You should have known better. Mm-hmm. We know how to, we have those boundaries where we can speak to each other like adults. Mm-hmm. It makes the difference. Mm-hmm. And not everyone can have that friendship. Yeah. And so I love it. That is so beautiful. I'm thankful I'm for you. thankful for you. And I can't wait to see what more. I just can't wait for, for just like growth as we like grow into women and stuff. Because I feel yeah. like. We talk about it so much and it's like we're really manifesting it and like preparing for the type of woman that we want to be. Like obviously life will take its course Mm -hmm. and things happen and all that stuff. But I just feel like we have a very good understanding of like who we want to be in this world. And as long as we're doing what we need to do. We're going to be fine. And we're going to have each other to help each other get through it. So. God bless. I think we can stop it here. Yeah. And I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. This is just a little bit of what our friendship looks like mm-hmm. and the time we spend. And we just talk and reflect in life. Mm-hmm. And this podcast is called Strange and Beautiful Life Conversations. Because wow. I feel like it just fits. I love that. Um, and honestly, the name came really from a time that. that was really strange. Yeah. And, and yet beautiful in life. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going through... Um, I, I was becoming present in my real life because for so long I was checked out mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, how crazy that life can be strange and beautiful at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like the things I prayed for back then and manifested, like I have now mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's so strange to be like, wow, I, back then all I wanted was this and now that I have it and it's beautiful, but yeah. It's just life is strange. So life my is podcast, strange, I but it's also beautiful. It to that. If you look and search for the beauty, you will find it. Exactly. And you will see it. Yes. Exactly. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, let me know if you guys want her to come back. Well, it doesn't really matter. She's still gonna be back. <laughs> but if you have any questions or topics that you want us to talk about more, we'll definitely add it into the next time she visits the podcast. And yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.